This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 35. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, starting up a youth programming. And in our last episode, we focused on developing uh, adult programs, a little bit of how they differ, and some strategies to kind of build that build that out. I want to do the same thing when we're talking about youth youth sports in particular, and you know, getting started from the ground up. And we've covered this topic a lot in, in different formats through blogs, through our vlogs. Um, and, and different times when we're talking about um, this topic, it's a constant, constant thing that comes up. And there's a few different strategies that are out there that, that people are, are trying to take advantage of in order to get the sport out and to get into the community. In my opinion, some of them are better than others. Both can work, but I think, or not both, but many of them can work. But in the end, it's not one single thing that's going to do it. It's going to be a culmination of multiple things that are happening in order to really build this thing forward. So when when you're, we've talked about or I've had conversations with people about floorball in particular and how do we get it into the mainstream? How do we get it bigger? How do we get more people aware of it? A lot of people initially jump to two different specific topics. The first one being schools. We need to get it into schools. And the second being hockey players, hockey teams need to get this get this going. So while I don't think those are the two best options, frankly, uh, for, for me in particular and where I'm at, it might work better for different folks that are in different areas. And the hardest part about a lot of this stuff is we can't just throw a blanket on it and say that one method or one strategy is going to work for everybody. It's going to be different for every location. It's going to be different for every circumstance and, and things going forward. So we have to constantly be aware and playing into what's working where. Can we use different things? But there is no magic bullet or anything like that that's going to make it work everywhere. So to go back to those first two it, we're going to talk about is getting it into schools. Now getting it into schools is a great idea. It's a great way to get things going. Some of the issues you run in with that, though, is many schools don't have the funds and the time to really take this on. Now, some of them will go to specific PE programs, but there's a, there's a lot of different struggles with that uh, as well. Whether it's time, you know, do they have time to do it? Can they add it into the current curriculum? Uh, are they even interested? Do they have the resources to do it? You know, while we preach and promote floorball as being an affordable sport, which it is on an individual level, when you've got a school that's already strapped for cash and you're saying, I need you to spend, you know, $900, $1,200 on sticks in order to run a PE program that you're going to maybe run for a couple weeks and then you're not going to necessarily touch for the rest of the year, that is a harder sell to do. Now, you could link that into after school programs and using the equipment and kind of mixing some things in that way, but that is still a hard sell. Um, the other part, too, is when we flip over it on the hockey side, while it's an amazing sport, there's clear links to off-ice training and, uh, and the benefits to all of that. Uh, I have found personally that hockey players want to play hockey, and there's been a struggle with connecting the two. Now, floorball has been around for a long time, and the hockey world has known about floorball for, for quite some time on a, on a broader scale. 
and yet it's still not being implemented on a, on a regular basis uh, or even talked about in the same level, uh, in the same way that it could be. And there's some confusion on my end as to, to why that is. Um, I, I, it doesn't quite make sense when you're talking about summer programs and let's get kids uh, off the ice taking break but still give them opportunities to build their skills while learning new skills that translate back to the ice. Why they wouldn't want to be pushing that, I honestly don't fully uh, have the answer to that. I can make a few assumptions, but um, that's another conversation in and of itself. So right away, when we look at two immediate thoughts for people, typically when I talk to them about floorball, that those are the first two that they jump to. Um, right away, we can kind of poke a lot of holes in that, and, and currently it's not as successful in that. Now, if those things were happening, awesome, but that's not the end game. If we got floorball into schools, that is not the end game. That can't be the end game. So that leads into the next part of the conversation, which is developing youth classes, instruction, and leagues, and building things out from that way. Now, again, a couple different routes you can go with that. You can start start your own business and just start teaching and find a place to play and just start marketing it and go crazy. There's a lot of positives uh, and challenges to that. Or create partnerships with other entities, YMCA's, Boys and Girls Clubs, local parks and rec, schools, things like that where you're going to go in and create a partnership with them, but you're going to be the one that's going to ultimately be figuring out how to carry that program forward, whether it's you teaching it or you finding and hiring other people to teach it. Um, and then the partnership you've created helps market, maybe does the registration, uh, just gives you, helps give you space, things like that. So there are a couple different routes to go with it. Now, for me, and where I'm at in, in Lacey, Washington, we have nothing hockey-related you know, in the general county. So i got to drive 30 minutes just to find a sheet of ice. Um, and so for me, the focus was let's teach classes. Let's get the kids to learn it have fun with it and then give them the basic skills so they can build off of. And then I did that for quite a while and still do that. And then that for me spawned leagues to get leagues going and to get people kind of into it and, and building it from there. And I've also invested quite a bit of time and money into having equipment so that I show up with, uh, you know, sticks and, and everything that's needed for the program and with the intent on driving people into making that investment. So once they've seen that their child enjoys it, they see the value in it, then they're going to start to invest in the program. And I saw that in particular with a lot of my classes now, and especially with my leagues, where while I offered a stick as a rental option for somebody that, that wanted to do the league, most ended up going and buying their own equipment and buying their own sticks. And that is really key when we're looking at continuing to develop the sport on the grassroots levels, we need to get sticks in hands. Again, the, the big buzzword, sticks in hands. We need kids at home practicing, playing, showing it to their friends, getting, you know, getting that word of mouth going that's going to help drive and continue to push things forward. And it's, it's in order to grow the youth programs, that takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, it's going to constantly be focused on education and making people aware of what is this sport, why is it different, why should they give it a shot, and because that's the first thing we got to get them in the door. 
And once they're in the door, then we can really start to kind of mold and grab them and, and grab the parents and get them and their support behind it and, and all those other things. And that's, that's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of different people working on the ground to ground level to, to build that out. But the youth on that focus can really build the other stuff. Um, and it gives you, you know, it's like developing one area to build in another area. So, you know, depending on where you're working, if you're working on adults or you're working with youth, you know, focusing and building of one hopefully gives you time and energy and maybe resources in particular, which are a crucial component to this, the resource to build the next thing or to give you more time now that you've set up a platform, things are moving, now it gives you a little bit of time and energy to do something different. Push the needle forward and continue to build it out. So if you're currently in this process, know that it's going to take time. I, you know, One of the things I hear a lot of people say is, oh, we started a program and it's just not working. That's fair. It's not always going to work. It, you know, Some people just aren't going to take to it. But at the same time, are you really evaluating how you are approaching it? Is it the time of day? Is it the day of the week? Is it your marketing strategy? Do people clearly understand why this is different from hockey? Similar but different. And are you, are you doing that enough around the, the education standpoint that people are, have a clear understanding and can make those decisions as well? So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that if you've already made an investment in it, it's worth your time and energy to really do everything in your power to build it. Now, it may not work. And so what you may have to, have to happen is if a program may have to put it aside and maybe come back to it and, and reframe it or try something different. So if you're interested in a lot of that stuff and you're, and you're sitting here listening, you're going, how do I get programs going? This looks like something I really want to do. You know, I've got a lot of information on my website on the blogs, uh, doing videos on my YouTube channel. And then I also have a book, The Floorball Guru Primer, that is designed for, for that purpose, to give you enough knowledge and resources to start your own programs, to get things going off the ground, and to build it from there. So um, check out my website at www.floorballguru.com for all that information. And if you need any more resources, you need uh, consulting or anything like that, reach out to me at david at floorballguru.com. And more importantly, among anything else, keep floorballing.